locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. It's 463 days, you tell us, from the time that you requested this vSafe data. vSafe is a CDC program where you just kind of report how you're doing after you got the vaccine. 463 days to get it. Why did it take so long in your estimation, sir? It's a very good question. Why did it take numerous legal demands, multiple appeals, two lawsuits, in fact, before the CDC finally handed over the vSafe data, which is already de-identified data for the most part that they provided just two days ago, 144 million lines of code that they could have provided in a matter of minutes at any point. It's a great question. Maybe the answer is, is that now that we have that data and we've looked at that data, of the 10 million users within vSafe, 7.7% uh-huh. of them had to seek medical care after vaccination. That is an incredibly high percentage, it appears to me. Yeah, and, and I, if I can, and sir, I'm sure I just there want to put mo- this graphic up it, to kind of follow along with you. You're right, 7.7 required sure. medical care. We're talking about emergency rooms, hospitalizations. There it is right there. And on top of that, not yeah. to, to go you one better, but this is your information, another 2.5 million, we're talking 25%, missed work or school or had bad reactions to the vaccine. What's the takeaway for you from this? Is it significant? Significant? It is. Uh, it seems incredibly significant. A big reason that they pushed the COVID vaccine is they said, look, not everybody's going to get, you know, seriously injured by COVID, but for many, it'll prevent them from having symptoms, being hospitalized, mm-hmm. uh, missing work. Well, now that we have the data, we could see that getting the vaccine caused 25% of people who got the shot within mm-hmm. this data set of 10 million people to miss work, to have some of serious event affecting their normal life functions. Yeah. And you also put but it But I do on- leave it to folks like Marty. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. 20, let me, let me turn my mic up here. 25% of the 10 million people. Let's do that. Let's do that on the, uh, let's do that on the trusty calculator. You know, regular math. Let's do that real quick. 10 million People times 0.25%. That's 2,500,000 people. That is 2 million. Well, I I guess I didn't need a calculator for that, right? 10 million, 25%, 2.5 million. Well, there you go. 2.5 million people now that we have the data. Now that we have the data. Now that we have the data. We are supposed to have the data before we put the jab in people's arms. Now, that guy that you just heard from right there, he is a vaccine and human rights attorney and civil rights attorney. He does this stuff for a living, and he said these numbers are absolutely horrific. These are horrific. The truth about the COVID vaccine and about COVID is coming out real fast. And do you want to know why? Because they know. They know that we're about to take over in November, which means they know that we're about ready to have the control over these investigations. The writing is on the wall, folks. 7.7% of the people who have taken the vaccine around the world are seeking medical care after the vaccination. And 25%, that's 2.5 million of the 10 million that he's talking about, had serious side effects. You would think, ladies and gentlemen, you would think that we would have done our due diligence. But again, it all comes back to this. Why did they try to do everything possible to put that in your arm? It clearly wasn't to make you safe. It clearly was not to make you feel safe. 
Maybe to make you feel safe, but not to make you actually safe. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. It's coming out, and it's coming out fast, ladies and gentlemen. How, how are you today? It is Wednesday. It is hump day. And you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be here with you. Myself and my producer, Eli, are doing are, are, are working round the clock to make sure that LFA TV is exactly what God intended it to be. A group of people all coming together, many hands making light work. The exact uh, example of, of, of many different parts of, of one body. And that's exactly what we are here on LFA TV. Many different parts of one body, all moving forward for the same goal. It's truly an honor to be here with you guys to do that. And I want to thank producer Frankie and producer Eli for working round the co- clock for post, uh, for pre- uh, during and post-production. Just great, great, great work they're doing. I want to say happy birthday to a couple people. I see S. Rose says birthday is coming tomorrow. Well, today is Tyler Hamilton's birthday. So we've got Tyler Hamilton and we've got S. Rose. I don't know what S. Rose's first name is, but we're just going to sing it. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tyler and S. Rose. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you guys. I hope it's a wonderful birthday for you. Thank you very much. We got a lot of people to thank because we got a lot of gifts in the mail, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're just joining in right now, the cold open was to show you that the, uh, the, the COVID information that we needed this entire time is finally coming out very fast. And the reason why it's coming out so fast and, in, and, and basically backing up everything that, you know, us peasants have been saying for the last two and a half years is because we're about ready to take over in November. And everybody who's anybody is gearing up now to shield themselves from the collateral damage that's about to come their way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mindy says today is my birthday too. Well, happy birthday to you, Mindy, as well. God bless you. I want to thank, uh, I don't know who sent this. But we have a Halloween version of the Garbage Pail Kid of the White House, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? Mean Jean Kareen Pierre. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look just like her. Look it. It's even got her hair. Look. Mean Jean Kareen Pierre, the Garbage Pail Kid of the White House. The Halloween version of Mean Jean Kareen Pierre. <laughs> I don't know who sent this. I don't know who sent it, but uh, what a funny gift. What a funny gift, and we will use that as part of our toy props here in the LFA studio. I would like to thank uh, Cammy and uh, Cammy and Little David. Uh, uh, little David, um, folks, I've talked to these folks on Telegram before, and I want to read a letter to you that was sent by Little David. Now, David is is very young. I believe David was, I think he was five years old, six years old. I want to read to you a letter uh, that he, and he also sent me Jaron Jackson's book. Now, you remember, we actually interviewed Jaron Jackson. This is how close our family is, folks. Here's the letter right here. Check it out. That's from David. Are you ready? Here we go. Dear Mr. Jeremy, this is David. Happy birthday. So he must have sent this a while back or wrote it a while back anyway. I am your biggest fan. And I love your music. I watch both shows each day with Nana. I hope you like your gift, the book Mr. Jaron wrote, Jaron Jackson. I hope, you, I hope to meet you, Christian soldier, David Roger. There's the note, guys. Isn't that incredibly cute? He sent this book by Jaron Jackson, and he also sent this beautiful plate of New Hampshire. It's just got New Hampshire all painted on it. Thank you so very much, David. You are such a little Christian soldier. I even got my Jesus Calling shirt on today, the brand new Jesus Calling shirt that you can get on JeremyHerald.com. Maybe Nana will actually get you. Oh, we don't have any kid sizes. Well, well, we'll work on that. So thank you very much. I'd like to thank Liz Bowman for the magnet and the donation. Thank you very much. Connie Cuthbert, Cuthbert for the donation. Thank you. Judy Gansert, thank you very much. Georgia Key, God bless you and thank you. Lori, Ed, and Pat Ledoux, thank you for the card. 
Dean and Carol, thank you for the letter. Uh, the donation and uh, Steps to Peace with God booklet. Thank you so much. Jerry Trissell, thank you for the donation. Diane Furman, thank you very much for the donation. And the note, going for another lung biopsy. Please keep Diane in your prayers, everybody. Keep, please keep Diane in your prayers. Mary D'Agostino, another letter and a donation. God bless. Sybil Kaiser, thank you very much. Maggie Muller. Joanne, um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Joanne Lame. Lame. Uh, Gary, Maggie, Gary and Maggie Hoke, uh, Hoker, thank you for the donation. Gene Havey, thank you for the letter and the donation. And Suzanne and Mike Bergen, thank you for the donation and the cards. We very much appreciate them. My wife goes through everything and then brings me everything afterwards. And then I go through everything in between shows. It's an honor. Thank you all very much. And um, it's Jeremy Harrell time, says Halloween. Amen. Amen. Men, and I spent last night, I sent 100 emails out last night, 100 emails to online donors. So thank you very much. God bless you guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, today is my last day of the week. Tomorrow, I have uh, Anna Perez and Heather Mullins filling in on both the morning and the night show. So Live from America will still go on. We now have people to fill in for us. And I want to thank both Hannah and, or Anna and Heather for doing that for me. All shows will still continue from morning until the evening. And then Anna Perez's show starts on Monday. So super excited about that. So I didn't have any time to do a newsletter this morning, but I do want to read to, uh, a, a great devotional today. And it comes from Mark 12, 41 and 42. And this was titled, God Recognizes Our Sacrifices. Reading from Every Day with Jesus. Mark 12, 41, 42 says, And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. And many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. The treasury that is spoken of here is, pla is a place located in the women's court that was in the temple complex, but was not part of the temple itself. Women were not allowed in the temple itself. Jesus used this incident to teach his disciples a very important lesson. God's promises concerning giving are an assurance that the widow's offering pleased God and that he blessed her for it. But the widow did not hear Jesus' commendation. There is no indication that she ever knew anyone had known the extent of her sacrifice. Likewise, there are times when you may feel that no one knows or appreciates your financial sacrifices. This might, this might ju not just be your sacrificial giving to the church or to a ministry, but to the people in your life. However, just as surely as Jesus saw this woman's gift and knew the sacrifice involved, your heavenly Father does take note of even your smallest gifts and one day will reward you. Do not compare what you give with someone else and what they give, whether it is money or time or service. Remember that God looks at your heart. Take joy when you have the opportunity to give because in that way you are being like your father. Today, just be a giver. Just be like Jesus because he is the ultimate giver. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why we were speaking about tithing. That is why we were speaking about helping the LFA family and all of the money that we've raised and sent out. The people that put in $5, the people that put in $1, or the people that put in $50 like T-Bell just put in, she said, my tithe, do with it as you need. Yesterday, we raised nearly $1,500 in one session, ladies and gentlemen. Nearly $1,500 for people in need in one session, in minutes. And it's amazing to watch that all go to good work. So let's thank the Lord for that today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's thank the Lord. Let's give our praise to him for the blessing to be able to tithe, to give, to help. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. 
Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. Jeremy, oh Lord, did I need to hear this devotional today? I feel like I'm the boy that cried wolf and no one cares. God cares, Rosebud. God cares. God listens. God hears. And God does things about it for you to relieve your burdens. Ladies and gentlemen, I am putting four times in a row the link to this video in the Rumble chat. All you have to do is take your cursor, copy that link. And if you are on the app, just click the share button, share out the share out the link, share it all out. Have you got your field of greens, ladies and gentlemen? I got my field of greens. I got my coffee. I got all the, <laughs> all the resources I need, all the energy I need. So let's go ahead and take a drink of our field of greens before we start. Mine is Wildberry. What is yours? Fieldofgreens.com. Get everything that God needed using the promo code LFA. Give everything that God in- intended for you to have and everything that you need. And let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Back to back to back to back. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, President Trump. Woo! That's how we start out today. President Trump is done playing games. He's done playing with the FBI. He's done playing with the DOJ. He's done playing with special masters. President Trump is going right to the right to the top to this one. He's done playing with these guys because he understands that there's no legal precedent here. If anybody If anybody in our political environment understands and respects the process of the legal system, it is Donald Trump. He has shown that time and time and time again. His executive orders actually did good things for the country and yielded positive results that you could gauge by numbers. Joe Biden's executive orders are to reverse everything Trump did, in turn hurting the country. So President Trump definitely, definitely, definitely respects our legal process. But he's not going to respect an illegal, illegitimate overreach of power, ladies and gentlemen, by the FBI, by the DOJ, and by this Biden administration. And hence, he's not playing this game anymore. Hence, he's not playing this game anymore. So let's get right to the story. President Trump has formally requested that the Supreme Court intervene immediately and halt the DOJ's review of documents stolen at Mar-a-Lago because he understands that everything that he's going through right now is nothing but a political stunt. It's nothing but another another witch hunt to make him look bad, and he's not going to play that game leading up to the midterms. So he has formally requested that the Supreme Court look into Biden's FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago. And this was first reported by Axios. Big shout out to them for getting this out there. Former President Trump, I'm just reading the, I'm reading the, the article for you from Axios. Former President Trump is asking the Supreme Court to reverse a federal appeals court ruling to allow the Department of Justice to review classified documents seized from Mar-a-Lago per a filing. Why it matters? Well, ladies and gentlemen, because this emergency request by Trump's legal team marks a major escalation in the Mar-a-Lago classified document probe. Trump's legal team yesterday filed saying that the 11th Circuit Court lacked the judicial authority to stay the special master order authorizing the review of seized documents bearing classification markings. CNN even shared that out. And attorney Mike Davis pointed out a month ago how the entire raid on the president's home was unprecedented, unnecessary, which we talked about yesterday, and completely unlawful. Now, the Supreme Court, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to take this request and actually do anything about it. I don't know if they're going to say we don't want to get involved. I don't know. I know what they should do. Just like when I was uh, when, when, when the steal happened on November 3rd, I was telling you guys, don't worry, this is not going to happen. This is not going to go because by constitutional law, these states that allowed these mail-in ballots to be counted for weeks and weeks and weeks, that went against the Constitution. And I told you that that was going to be overturned and that Biden would never take office. Donald Trump told you that as well. Donald Trump told you that as well. 
And look what happened. So we don't know which way the Supreme Court is going to go. Somebody said they denied they denied uh, to, to, uh, to intervene. That's not the case with this case anyway. They denied to intervene in other cases yesterday, but not this one. I'm assuming they'll make a decision today. I'm assuming they'll make that decision today. So what can you put on your prayer list today? Well, Ashley Garland said that she needs special prayer requests. I don't know what it's for. I'm not sure what it's for, but let's for ladies and gentlemen to add to your prayer list today, please pray that the Supreme Court makes the correct decision in this because we really need some real oversight here. And I don't I don't see why the Supreme Court wouldn't intervene here because the decision that the 11th Circuit Court of Appeal made was the wrong one and the process of going through the appeals court is done. So the process is done. And the legal precedence for Donald J. Trump's team to request the Supreme Court to do this is there. It's not like they're just saying, hey, jump in because no judgment has been made. There has been a, a judgment made. There has been a ruling made. So we'll see what happens, and I'll keep you on the up and up. Hopefully, by tonight's 5 o'clock show, I'll have an update for you on that. Now, Nanetta D. donated $100. She said, my tithes for God's work for this platform to give to those who are in need or a way that you may need it. Love my LFA family, 100 bucks, $10, cousin girl. Please interview future Congressman Eric Olson from Madison, Wisconsin. All he's got to do is reach out to our producer and we'll schedule it. An angel fit, $20. Love you and the uh, LFA fam. She said LFLA fam, meaning Florida, but I love that family too. Folks, we have got 3,700 people on Rumble today, right now. And we don't even have a thousand rumbles yet. I'm going to ask you, please like the video. That's all you got to do. It's a like, it's a plus sign, it's a boxing glove, or it is a um, a thumbs up. That's all you got to do. And if you can't do that, then you don't have a profile. So just build a profile because we could literally top the leaderboard every single day if every one of our family members just rumbled. Okay, so please do that. Jeremy, you're jumping around too much. I can't keep up. Welcome to Live from America. All right. President Trump also noted that millions of presidential documents have been lost by the National Archives. Now, we know that the National Archives and the Biden administration worked hand in hand to remove executive privilege so Donald Trump could actually be raided by the FBI, even though there was no grounds for them to do so. But because they waived executive privilege, and it's all working with the January 6th committee, this is how they gave themselves power to do that. But Donald Trump is saying that the National Archives Office literally lost millions of presidential documents, and he wants them back, and he wants them back now. So you must be wondering, why didn't President Trump demand this two weeks ago? It's because he didn't know. His team has been filing or going through these, reviewing the documents that they had based on inventory and reviewing documents that they no longer have. And it's taking this long. August 8th is when they took everything. So it's taken from August 8th until today, still going on. And these documents are in such high number that nobody can review them in this time frame. That's why the special master called in outside help and then said, wait, hold on. There is far more documents here than we ever even thought. Donald Trump said millions. He wants his documents back and he wants them back now. According to legal expert Mike Davis, the documents stolen by the FBI and the raid and the White House were legally Donald Trump's and he wants them back now. Now, Mike Davis did clarify shortly after that the illegal raid by the FBI of President Trump's home That according to the law, any documents that the president deems are his, are his. This was the result of a Clinton case, which we've talked about before. This was a precedent set in a Clinton case years ago, and they want him back now. The raid on Mar-a-Lago by the totally corrupt FBI was unnecessary, unprecedented, and unlawful. And last night, President Trump shared that he wants his his documents back by saying... NARA, which is the National Archives uh, uh, Division, lost a whole hard drive full of highly sensitive information from the Clinton White House. More than 100,000 social security numbers and addresses. Secret Service and White House operating procedures, extremely sensitive. Political records 
and who knows what else. They left that hard drive in an unsecured location and didn't realize it. And they didn't realize it was gone for months. Some say the data could have filled millions of books if it was written out. And Nara admitted the material was personally identifiable. Impacting thousands of White House staffers, visitors, and even one of Al Gore's daughters. Nara actually had to offer a large $50,000 reward to try and get the information back. What else have they lost? How can Americans trust a system like this? There is no security at NARA. I want my documents back, and I want them back now, ladies and gentlemen. President Trump is done playing games. He's done playing games. And when he told you the other day at that rally that I'm here to fight for you, and I'm going to fight for you for a long time, what do you think he means by that? You think he has any plans on going anywhere? I don't. The CIA, the DOJ, the FBI, and the National Archives Institute have all played a major hypocritical role in this raid. Breaking their own rules, going against their own procedures, completely throwing tradition out the window, throwing executive privilege out the window, and it will come back to haunt them. Everything that they're doing to Donald J. Trump will come back on them sevenfold. You want to know how I know that? Because the Bible tells me. The Bible tells me. Corn Pop just said, you're fired. You're fired. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people fired. Oh, by the way, George Bush's White House lost 22 million emails. Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, destroyed 30,000 emails. The government lost Bush's, Bush tapes. President Trump was robbed by the corrupt DOJ. Biden corrupt DOJ. He deserves his documents back. And the only reason these goons wanted them is that they indicate the corrupt Biden, Obama, DOJ, and FBI for the crimes they committed, including a coup of the President of the United States, which they did a dry run for in Ukraine when they put that leather thong-wearing scumbag sissy Vladimir Zelensky in power so they could funnel money and put bioweapon um, bio and chemical weapons warfare facilities in Ukraine, which threatened Russia, which is why Russia is going to war with Ukraine. Get it? Got it? Good. It's not that hard to figure out, ladies and gentlemen. The writing has been on the wall every single day. Stop listening to Fox News and read the writing for yourselves because nobody watching this show today is illiterate. Everybody has a brain. Everybody understands what truth is. Everybody understands what common sense is. Use it, spread it, share it. Now, yesterday, I told you that all eyes are on Pennsylvania. Now, I know we've got problems in Wisconsin. I know we've got problems in Michigan. I know we've got problems in Missouri. We've got problems in Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada. The list goes on and on and on and on where our focus needs to be at to make sure that they don't use these swing states to steal elections again. But for some reason, Pennsylvania is, has been laser focused on. And I think why is because Arizona has a dream team full of Make America Great Again fighters, soldiers of God, wearing the full armor of God, working together. You got Blake Masters, you got Fincham, you got Wendy Rogers, you got Carrie Lake, you got Abe Hamada, you got people out there busting it, working together. And look what happens when you work together. Look at what happens when many hands make light work. The same thing that's happening here on LFA TV. We're going up against major uh, networks. Because we're all working together for the greater good. Kingdom building. But Pennsylvania doesn't have that. Pennsylvania does not have the dream team. They have pockets of good candidates. I wouldn't even call Dr. Oz a good candidate. But Dr. Oz, compared to John Fetterman, is the perfect Republican. But what I have to tell you next is going to make you smile. Because Cook Political... And they, they, are, they put out polls and reviews and they, they, they are laser focused on this stuff. Cook Political just moved Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Senate race, from leans Democrat to toss up. When I've been telling you that this national Republican move, movement that's going on, where we're leading the Democrats nationally by five, seven, eight points, when I tell you red wave, red tsunami, it's not just me that's telling you. Now mainstream media and mainstream poll, watch, uh, poll, uh, poll takers are also forced to cover this. 
A few months ago, John Fetterman looked like he had it locked down. Looked like there was no way that Dr. Oz could ever bounce back from everybody thinking that he is a rhino or he's a Democrat, whatever it is. But now, today, the analysts at the Cook Political Review have put out a report saying that they're moving from um, Lean's Democrat to toss-up and how huge this is. How huge this is, folks. When we shifted our Pennsylvania Senate race, this is, this is Cook um, Jessica Taylor, when we shifted our Pennsylvania Senate race to lean Democrat about six weeks ago, we included this key caveat. Republican spending against Democratic nominee John Fetterman had yet to ramp up. And that while Republican Mehmet Oz still has a hefty problem with his own favorables, that, it, uh, that it's not out of the question that this could be moved back to toss-up as the election near, nears. Now... With just a little over four weeks left until election day, that's exactly where we find this race. In conversations with several GOP strategists and lawmakers, this is Jessica Taylor who works for uh, for Cook's Political, who a month and a half ago had begun to put Keystone State in the loss column. This has emerged as a margin of error race that they once again see winnable. Republicans and Democrats alike admit that the race is tightened and that Pennsylvania could be the tipping point For the Senate majority. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be the tipping point. It is going to be the tipping point. uh, Dr. Uh, Mehmet Oz, for whatever you think about him, he will win. He will beat this guy. Why? Because what were the key issues that I told you the other day that were on voters' minds? Crime, the election, which was super weird because Democrats and independents, you know, the, the, the security of the election, they were in that poll. The border immigration and inflation, crime, 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 crime. Who embodies the word crime more than John Fetterneck? Who literally opens his mouth and spews, nobody should be in prison at all, anywhere. And national bail, uh, bail reform needs to be a nationwide thing. John Fetterman. John Fetterman is the, the, the human embodiment of the word crime. And John Fetterman was also the only vote. Let me say this one more time. John Fetterman, running for Senate in Pennsylvania, was the only vote in a failed bid to release convicted murderer who beat a teen to death with a baseball bat. Think about that. Think about that. Have you ever seen this man's eyes, ladies and gentlemen? There he is. There is what you could have in Pennsylvania for a senator. Right there. He was the only vote in a failed bid to release a convicted murderer who beat a teenager to death with a baseball bat. Do we really need to go into depth of why this guy cannot be a U.S. senator? Again, we're not judging anybody on their past, even though this man ran down an unarmed black man, black man with a rifle when he was a mayor and admitted that it was probably breaking the law. But he'll come out today and tell you that convicted murderers who beat teenagers to death with baseball bats should not be in prison. This actually happened last year. Demonic John Fetterneck was the lone vote in a failed bid to release a man who was convicted of killing a 17-year-old teenager. Alexis Rodriguez is serving a life sentence after he was convicted of killing a teen by the name of Sean Daly in 1989. Sean Daly was a police officer's son. And he was bludgeoned to death with a baseball bat and shot in the back by a gang of 10 who mistakenly thought he was connected to an earlier fight and he wasn't. Fetterman wanted the killer back on the street. Alex Rodriguez is serving a life sentence, and John Fetterman was the only person who voted to get him back on the street. The Pennsylvania Board of Pardons, which John Fetterman actually chairs, held a public hearing for Rodriguez on December 1st of last year. Not even a year ago. And the only person to vote in favor of commuting 
the convicted murderer's sentence and putting him back on the street? You guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. You guessed it. This man that you're looking at in his eyes right here, John Fetterneck, also known as John Fetterman, who was a mayor and is now running to be a U.S. senator against a guy who's actually a doctor and who actually understands that crime needs to stop now. Crime is out of control. So if you are in Pennsylvania and you are on the fence, maybe you've never voted Republican in your life because you were told that Republicans are racist. I urge you. I urge you to do something different this time because what you've been doing clearly doesn't work. Folks, I put... In the Rumble chat right there, I just put the link to this Rumble video. I'm asking, while we go in and doing, uh, do, a, um, do a spot for our sponsor right now, I'm asking you to use this opportunity. Please use this opportunity to share, 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 share. Every share brings in another 50 people. That includes on Getter, okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have slept upstairs now in my living room for two days and my wife does not like it. My wife does not like when I sleep anywhere but our bed because I'm sure it makes her feel safe when her husband is next to her. Now, I could just take this unit and take it down to our bedroom, but I was too lazy last night after working 16 hours, and I decided I would sleep in the living room again. This is the second night that I have had the best sleep of my life, and how I know I've had the best sleep of my life is when I wake up and I have no idea where I am. That happened to me for the second day in a row. Deep sleep, not more sleep, Deep sleep, sleep that you need. Now you can only get six hours and that's fine, but it needs to be six hours of deep sleep and EnviroCleanse is the only thing that I can say is the difference in the last two nights is me sleeping in the same room that this unit is in. It costs a little bit more than a, than a large air conditioner. Some people get large air conditioners. This is a $600, $700 unit, depending on what you get with it. And if you use the promo code, you'll get 10% off of that and you get a $30, a 30 day, uh, back guarantee, full money back guarantee. So why not try it, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, I will put it in my bedroom, Bad Moon. Like I said, I was just too lazy to carry the unit down. It's a pretty big unit. But this thing is doing wonders for my family, just like Field of Greens. So go to EnviroCleanse.com today. Use the promo code LFA. Get yourself one if you can. Do some research about it. Call them and talk to them. You can get on the phone with somebody who's a doctor even who can tell you everything that you need to know about this thing. And they use it on submarines, if that gives you any uh, inclination to, uh, to how good it is. The federal government actually uses these on submarines. So go to EnviroCleanse.com today and continue to submit your request to, to win a free one next week at Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. Jeremy, do you use CPAP? No, I don't. I don't. I don't, actually. Put one in your bedroom. Well, if I could afford another one, I would. <laughs> I definitely would. I definitely would. I would. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, viralcleanse.com. Let's get the shares. Let's get the rumbles up. Here we go. We're moving on. Another reason why people are flocking to the Republican Party and voting Republican for the first time. And at the end of the show today, I'll show you a video from Savannah Hernandez that proves this. But there's another reason why, folks, and it's because of what they are doing to our kids, targeting our children for sex. Like I said, anybody and everybody will put a red line right there. That is a red line in the sand that nobody, Democrat, Republican, or Independent, as long as they're not extreme, they're not going to let you go past that line. If you're trying to sexualize their children, that's the red line in the sand. I want to play a video for you from our current Secretary of Education, by the way, which we should not have. We should not have a, a division of the federal government that has anything to do with education. But our Secretary of Education, Miguel Cordona, sat next to Captain Corn Pop yesterday and literally said that in order for your children to thrive in school, in order for your children to thrive in school and in life, then we need to give children access to abortion. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. We need to give children access to abortion, students in public schools, in order for them to thrive in life and in school. Check this out. Thank you, Mr. President. I share your grave concerns about maintaining access to contraception and reproductive health services on our college campuses. 
and ensuring there's accurate, reliable information for students and for educators. Students need access to healthcare to thrive in school and in life, and that includes reproductive healthcare. There you go. There you go. Students need reproductive health care. He's talking about abortion. The whole reason for that, for that hearing, for that uh, uh, address to the to the uh, to the press was to talk about abortion. I want to play that last part again. Let's can we go back to that last part? Let's just go back here. Here we go. And ensuring there's accurate, reliable information for students and for educators. Students need access to health care to thrive in school and in life, and that includes reproductive health care. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. In order for your daughter to have to thrive in life and in school, she needs access to abortions. That's what she needs. She needs access to an abortion in order for her to thrive. Let me just tell you this right now. All right. I, I, I hate to ask this because I know this is going um, to uh, bring a lot of bad memories to a lot of people. But this is your time to get it out if you've never got it out before to your Live from America family who will understand more than anybody. How many of you have been part of an abortion before? Raise your hand. If you've been part of a a decision to abort a baby before in your life, raise your hand. I know there's a lot of you out there that have. Don't be scared now. This LFA family is not going to judge you. That's not why we're here. Have you been part of an abortion? Well, I have. And let me just tell you this. Let me just tell you this. In no way, shape, or form does the procedure of an abortion or going through the situation... um, that that brings will, will cause you to thrive in life. It just won't. It will not cause you to thrive. As a matter of fact, it'll cause the exact opposite. It'll cause anxiety. It'll cause pain. It'll cause scars. It'll cause depression. In no way, shape, or form Does the procedure of an abortion give you the opportunity to thrive in life? It'll hurt you in every way possible. And you'll spend the rest of your life regretting it. Every single day of your life. I could promise you that. So that was a very, very wrong statement by the Secretary of Education to say that children need access to abortions in order to thrive in life and in school. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. Very dangerous rhetoric. You know, like the rhetoric of saying that every Trump supporter is a radical extremist and a domestic violent extremist, a DVE, which caused an 18-year-old kid to get a car ro- drove over him and get killed. Yeah, that kind of violent rhetoric. And they want to tell you that the violent insurrection happened because of Trump's violent rhetoric. Folks, one more big round of sharing. Let's go. Let's get over 4,000 here on Rumble. If 100 of you share right now, we will clearly get by that. Let's go. Uh, Send it into your messengers and your telegrams, folks. Now, speaking of fleeing parties, oh, you're going to love this. Speaking of fleeing parties, let's spotlight the sewer rats of society. And when I say the sewer rats of society, I'm talking mainly right now about that yellow Teletubby coming out of Wyoming, which is Liz Cheney. Because she's heading to Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. Liz Cheney, right now, she is heading to Arizona to single-handedly stop Carrie Lake. <laughs> you think she's going to be able to do that? Do you think that, that, that Liz Cheney, who just lost by a whopping 28 points in her own state, in a red state, do you think that Liz Cheney is going to go to Arizona and single-handedly take down Carrie Lake? Or how about this? Maybe this dynamic, dumb duo, Katie Hobbit, And Liz Cheney, maybe Katie Hobbit can get Liz Cheney to be a proxy fill-in for her. And maybe we can see a debate. If Liz Cheney is so tough, if Liz Cheney thinks that she's going to be able to go down there and single-handedly change the mind of strong-willed, strong-minded Arizonans to not vote for Carrie Lake because she's going to partner up with Katie Hobbit, well, then maybe Katie Hobbit in all of her uh, cowardliness, maybe she can actually get Liz Cheney to debate Carrie Lake for her. How about that? At least maybe we'll see a debate. Listen to what Katie Hobbit says about welcoming Liz Cheney into Arizona to take on Carrie Lake. Rep- Republican Representative Liz Cheney, she said she's determined to take down election deniers. 
which would include your opponent, Carrie Lake, and she made an unusual offer. Take a listen. So are you going to campaign for Katie Hobbs, the Democratic candidate for governor in Arizona, as a result of that? Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that Carrie Lake is not elected. So does that include campaigning for Democrats if that's what it takes? Yes. Katie, are we going to see you sharing a stage with Liz Cheney? We welcome support of a broad coalition of folks to make sure that Arizona stays in the hands of a leader who's going to bring sanity instead of chaos. Uh, if that, if Liz Cheney wants to come to Arizona, I welcome her, as well as the uh, broad coalition of, of sane Republicans who want a sane leader in the governor's office who have joined our campaign. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. <laughs> I'm not, folks, that is a real laugh. I'm really, 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 really dying laughing, laughing at the thought of yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney going to Arizona to team up with Katie Hobbit, the ultimate Democrat and the ultimate rhino, the dummy duo. Trying to take on Carrie Lake. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. It's going to take a lot more than you two numbnuts to take out Carrie Lake. I'll tell you that. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Liz Cheney. It's a double Dumb Dumb. They got the Loser Award and they get the Dumb Dumb Award right there. What a couple of idiots. Dumb and Dumber for real. I welcome uh, Liz Cheney to come to Arizona and go take on a Carrie Love. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You won't even debate her. You're that scared. You got to call in Liz Cheney. What's Liz Cheney going to do? She just lost by 28 points, you numb nuts. Why would you call in a loser to help you? Well, I guess if, <laughs> if you're specializing in losing. I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. Wow. And I'm not what I appear to be. <laughs> well, speaking of Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen, so there you go. There you go in Arizona. You got nothing to worry about. Liz Cheney's coming to help Katie Hobbs. That's actually going to help Carrie Lake. It's actually going to help Carrie Lake. Share the video. Uh, speaking of Carrie Lake, she left Fox News when she saw that the mainstream media was exactly what the mainstream media is. She worked for Fox News. She bounced. She said, no, I don't want anything to do with this. And she decided to run for governor. So Carrie Lake leaves Fox News because Fox News is part of the enemy. She then decides to run for governor, but somebody else is running to Fox News. Uh-oh, who is it? Oh, who is it? Somebody's heading to Fox News, but not to be a broadcaster, to go there for a fundraiser. I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. I want you to put in the comment section who it possibly could be who is about to attend a fundraiser with the Fox News owners. Let's just take a drink real quick. You're going to love this one. Oh, and you may never actually watch Fox News ever again. Let's just uh, cue that. To, uh, we don't have, we don't have uh, Jeopardy music, but I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. Maybe I'll whistle it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Who is going to Fox News to do a little fundraising? Joe Biden. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Your fearless leader, your illegitimate sniffer and thief, Captain Corn Pop. I no more think of myself as old as I am than fly. Ho, 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 ho. Biden will attend a Democrat fundraiser at the home of Fox News owner Rupert Murdoch's son, James. They're holding a fundraiser for Mr. Red Background Nazi, Mr. DVE himself, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden is heading to the owner of Fox News' family for a fundraiser. He will be attending a fundraiser for Senate Democrats this week. 
at a Manhattan home of Fox News' owner Robert Murdoch's son, James. James Murdoch, 49 years old, was one of the top donors to the Biden 2020 campaign. I bet you didn't know that. I bet you didn't know that. I'll bet everybody that says, but I still love Tucker. Bet you didn't know that while you give your money and your viewership to Fox News. I'm not saying Tucker's bad in any way. I'm saying Tucker needs to go out on his own and bounce. He'd make a heck of a lot more money if he did, and he would not be in the belly of the beast. Did you know that Fox News' owners were some of the biggest donors to Joe Biden's campaign? Bet you didn't know that one. Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday, Biden will participate in an event. (laughs) At the home of New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, head of the Democrat Governors Association, and then he'll go to New York for a fundraiser at James Murdoch's home, who, by the way, uh, Murdoch's sons are the ones running Fox News right now. I hope, you, I hope you know that. I hope you know that they're the ones calling the shots right now. For a Democratic senatorial campaign committee, Biden has reportedly been bringing in a significant amount of donations for the, for the Democrats ahead of the midterms, despite his tanking approval ratings. How's he doing that? Because of rich Marxist liberal donors like Fox News. And you wonder why Fox News called it for Joe Biden when there was just 1% of the vote coming in in Arizona. And uh, an official with the Democratic National Committee said that with the Biden's assistance, the DNC has raised a midterm record of $271 million during the current election cycle and more than $107 million so far this year. The most at this point in any year. James Murdoch, resigned from the board of the News Corp that year. His wife, Catherine, is an environmental activist who has donated heavily to Democrat Hillary Clinton and Democrat National Committee. And the couple funded the uh, the Quadrin Foundation, Quadrivium Foundation, excuse me, which has given millions to left-leaning organizations in the years. Biden has previously assessed Fox News as one of the most destructive forces in the United States. But at the same time, going to their house for a fundraiser. Fox News is the enemy. Fox News is CNN. Fox News is MSNBC. Fox News is ABC. Fox News is CBS. And just because they decide to be a virtue signaler and throw on a couple conservative shows does not require you to give them your money any longer. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's hope that Fox News does the same thing as everybody else who decides to go woke does, and that is go broke, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we need to... One way or another, ladies and gentlemen, Fox News is biting the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Woo! All right. All right, I got two good stories, two great stories. As a matter of fact, you're really going to want to share it out for this next story. And you can do it while we're talking about Home Title Lock because this next story actually comes right back to you, the LFA family member. You did something. You accomplished something big, and it's a big win for our youth, and you're going to need to know about this. But first, let's highlight HomeTitleLock.com, ladies and gentlemen. We have people right in our own LFA family that are using and have used for years, HomeTitleLock.com. You're going to want to go there today. You're going to want to use the promo code LFA. You're going to want to get a free title scan of your home. It's free. They're not going to bait you into anything. They're not even going to ask you if you'd really like to sign up. They're going to give you a free title scan and to see if you are a victim because producer Frankie's father-in-law was and he saved his house because of Home Title Lock. They can steal it in 10 minutes, six easy steps. Everything they need is online. I could go steal your home right now because I know how to do it. That is how easy it is. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Get a free scan. Protect your home just like you protect everything else because your home is your sanctuary. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code LFA. Now, are you ready for this big win? Here we go. Do you guys remember three weeks ago when I reported on a new satanic Disney show that was getting ready to come out and they partnered with FX to do it? Remember, there it is right there. Remember? Remember, it was about a story about a woman who got impregnated by Satan and she ended up having Satan's baby. And the person who voices Satan's daughter is actually um, the, the girl who played April on Parks and Rec. Remember this story? Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this? We won. They pulled the show. The show will no longer air, ladies and gentlemen. Disney, of all people, 
has decided they're pulling the show. Just when you thought Disney had reached the bottom of the barrel, the company announced that it was going to air this FX show, Little Demon, which is about a woman who's impregnated with Satan and her Antichrist daughter. On August 29th, Disney announced it would air it. Remember, we did the story. We did the story. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Out of nowhere, out of, because of millions and millions and millions and millions of people, today it was reported the show has been canceled. You thought Satan was winning? Folks, Jesus is calling. Are you going to decline or are you going to accept? Jesus is calling. God is working behind the scenes. We won. We won. Disney Plus has dropped its latest animated series, which follows the life of a young teenage girl who learns that she is a human demon hybrid spawn of Satan. Why would Disney cancel the show? Why? 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 I'll tell you why. <laughs> Same reason why Roe v. Wade was just overturned out of nowhere. God taking impossible situations and turning them into miracles, ladies and gentlemen. Do you realize how many children, how many youngsters, how many teenagers would have watched this show? Millions. Millions of little kids would have been brainwashed. Millions of little kids would have allowed Satan to get into their eyes and ears and work his way into their soul and rot it from the inside out. And we won. We won. They will no longer air the show. It is dropped by Disney+. Plus, Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we do what we do. When I say share the video, this is why. I know so many of you go, oh, he's so petty. He's asking for shares. He's so petty. He's so petty. I thought he was never going to get sponsors. Oh, I'm not watching the show anymore. We have to do what we've got to do to stop stuff like this. And what we do here at LFA is to stop stuff like this. So for all you people out there that are like, oh, I don't know why you're going to do that. Oh, I don't know why he's got to say share every five minutes. It gets so annoying. I hate hearing a 30-second sponsor. That's why. That's why. So I don't have to explain that a billion times over. That's why. Stop crying, start fighting. That's why we do what we do here on LFA. And no other reason. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, before we go to Mike Crispy, what are your thoughts? I'd like to play this video Thank you, Savannah Hernandez. I'm going to try to get her on the show. I reached out to her this morning, sent her a text. Savannah Hernandez went on the streets to ask people, this is on her Instagram page, what do they feel about Biden now? She asked Biden voters, what do you feel about Biden? You want to know what's going to show, you want to know what uh, validates me saying a red wave? Check it out. the way the Biden administration has been handling the border. I don't think he's doing a very good job with our border crisis. Um, to be honest with you, I think that we do need a new, um, we need a new president. And I voted for him, and I regret it, to be honest with you. I regret it deeply, and it's time that we get a new president. I'm going to vote Republican this year. Um, I think I've had, what's the saying? I've had a belly full. When you, when you had enough, you had enough. So and is this your first time voting Republican? Yes. Yes. It is my first time. Um, I, I think that both sides need to be held accountable. Um, his administration, and of course the, the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is not the same as it, used, as it was before. Now it's been taken over by socialism, and, and it doesn't sit well with me. It's time to clean house, and I think that they're the first ones that need to go. The people are, are just tired. We've had enough. What are your thoughts? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's in the Bronx from people who voted for Biden, who hate Trump, but understand that in order to save America, we got to vote red. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Do not forget to go to JeremyHarrell.com. Get some Bibles out for Christmas. Request, request, request Bibles. Sign up for the morning newsletter. Get your new Jesus Calling t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Also, MyPillow.com, LFA. Major sales for Christmas. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. Only one. Only one. God. So keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tonight, 5 p.m. for my last show of the week. I do got people filling in for me, so don't worry. But I'll see you tonight for more Life from America. Until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. And remember, Mike Crispy is up in five minutes. Don't go anywhere or at least stick around and rumble his video. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you more than you know. Peace.
stop screaming that we first in America.